Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, taking the stake of conversation, putting it through the mincer of humour and reforming it into the patties of chat. Hello, James. Not bad stuff there. I uh, didn't know where that was going, Ed, but uh, I liked where it ended up. In with chat patties or chatties, as they're otherwise known. Yeah, chatties. Lovely chatties. That's what we do on this podcast. We have a bunch of chatties. We do. A.K.A. we're in the Dream Restaurant, we have a guest in. And they tell us their favourite ever starter, main course, dessert, side dish and drink. Wow. Not in that order. No. Nope. Normally not corsh. Yeah. But I said corsh. <laughs> uh, this week, our guest is... Miriam, Miriam Margulies. Margulies. Miriam Margulies, absolutely legendary actress, uh, theatre, film, stage, all of that sort of stuff, even though theatre and stage, probably the same, the same sort of thing. Theatre and stage, yeah, well, you know, who knows where the stage is? Yeah, it depends where the stage is, I suppose. But they're normally yeah. within theatres if you're doing acting. And normally, that's... if you're a stage actor, yeah, it's in a theatre. But I reckon there would have been yeah. a few actors over time who performed on stages that are like, you know, pallets in the corners of fields and stuff yeah. like that. And they go around saying, I mainly am a stage actor. Yeah. And they know everyone will assume theatre. Yeah. But actually, they've never been in a theatre in their life. And... I think it's important to say theatre as well as stage. Yes. So maybe we'll ask Miriam if she's ever performed on a pallet in a field. Yeah, that could be one of the questions, absolutely. I'm not against that. I'll definitely ask that. Uh, She was Professor Sprout, of course, as well, in the Harry Potter films. That's food-related. Yes, Well, she choose sprouts. Well, if she does choose sprouts, that's fine by us, because that's not the secret ingredient this week, because every week we have a secret ingredient where if our guest says them, we will kick them out of the dream restaurant, and I really hope we don't have to do that to Miriam. But the secret ingredient this week is... Seaside Rock. Seaside Rock. Seaside Rock. What is the point of Seaside Rock? I mean, when I was a kid, I used to go bananas for it, obviously. Mm-hmm. The Acaster family, 
we were we lived on seaside rock. Yes. You know, didn't even uh didn't live on the seaside. No. We we'd only go to the seaside because we wanted that sweet rock. Yeah. And we could suck all the sugar out of it, and then like the rock would go all, uh, you know, porous and horrible, and then our teeth would match that as well. Did you ever have like personalized rock with like the Acaster family written through it or something? Look, we weren't reading that rock. We didn't have that rock long enough to eat it. To, to yeah. sorry. To read it. We had it long enough to eat it. That's all we did. Nash, 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 all the way down the rock. You'd crunch it. You'd crunch, not suck. Nah, we'd suck it. But then as soon as it gets to, you know, enough that you can crunch it, then you crunch it. Yeah. I would bite nash it up. But then I remember a lesson in school and the teacher was saying us, you know, about sugar levels in food and what's the highest sugar level in anything. Mm. And she wrote on the board a stick of rock. Yeah. And now as an adult, I just can't go near a stick of rock. I can't eat. It just makes me think I'm just going to dissolve all of my teeth. Does your dad still eat sticks of rock? Yeah, absolutely. That's what, that's yeah. what he had for breakfast. He has a bowl yeah. full of sticks of rock, <laughs> pours some sugary milk all over it. It is kind of amazing the way they get the writing in, though. I find that amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I probably plugged this on the podcast before, but there is a YouTube channel called Lofty Pursuits, which is a man who runs a sweet shop in America, and he shows you how he makes it, and he's got a very soothing voice. Highly recommend that. I do like watching rock be made. I remember yeah. at school, again, watching like a video of some same rock lesson. being made. Probably the same lesson. And i tell you what, before it's set and whatever, and it comes out all just like big and fat and, and uh, soft, I would love that directly into my yeah. mouth. Yeah. I would love to just lay in front of a rock machine and let that pour into my mouth. Delicious. It looks so good like that. And the secret ingredient of Seaside Rock was actually suggested by Gareth Edwards on Twitter. If you have a secret ingredient... Yeah, Dale. If you have a secret ingredient uh, that you wish to suggest uh, on Twitter, uh, just tweet us at OffMenuOfficial on Twitter. Yep, but you have to start the tweet with, Hey there, Mr Benito, got a secret ingredient for you. Yeah. It's, Hey there, Mr Benito, I've got a secret ingredient for you O. Yes, That's how you have to say it. You dash O, right? You dash O, yes, exactly, yeah. yeah. Hey, you Mr are. Benito, I've got a secret ingredient for you O, and then put the secret and then you're, ingredient. And then you're like, it's... Yeah. And then the secret ingredient. Yeah. And tag Bleasdale. And then tag, hashtag Bleasdale, yeah. with as many E's or A's as you like. Yes, however many you've got left. Yeah. Or if you if you know the actual Bleasdale guy on Twitter, you could just at him in it as well. Yeah. Yeah, do that. And then say, what say you, Bleasdale? Yeah. At Bleasdale, or whatever his tag is. Yeah, what say so you, you owe? What say you owe? What say Bleasdale. you owe, Bleasdale? Question yeah. mark. Yes. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to hearing Miriam's menu. Uh, I hope she doesn't say Seaside Rock. She's got a book coming out, James, which is very exciting. Very excited about the bookhead. This Much Is True, it's called. Yes, it's a memoir, finally. A Miriam Margulies memoir, the Triple M. Um, yes. So we're looking forward to hearing about that. We're looking forward to hearing her food choices. We're just looking forward to meeting her. This is the off-menu menu of Miriam Margulies. Welcome, Miriam Margulies, to the Dream Restaurant. How lovely of you to ask me. I wish it wasn't just a dream. I wish you could, because I'm really hungry. I didn't have <laughs> breakfast this morning. And um, I've asked my lodger to get me a cheese sandwich later, um, because food is a very central part of my life, I'm afraid. 
With no, don't be afraid. We're very glad to hear it. That's exactly what we want from. Uh, from okay, here we go. Welcome to the Dream Restaurant. Miriam Margulies have been expecting you for some time. Now, I don't know if you saw, I mean, you probably saw by that intro, uh, Miriam, there. James is our genie waiter. He's a genie who's come out of a lamp to get you your dream order from wherever you want it. That was what that big explosion was. Hello, Miriam. I wondered what had happened, actually. <laughs> Who's this lodger you're talking about? I want to know more about your lodger. Oh, she's so nice. She's quite new, very sensible, very nice. And she it's her first um, leaving her parents, although she's, I think she's 28, and single, by the way. Um, yep. She's uh, <laughs> and very pretty. She's uh, new here in, yeah. in this house. She's only been here about a week. Mm-hmm. And I like her very much, so that's that's good. And was it part of the deal when she moved in that she had to go and get you a cheese sandwich every day? Actually, it wasn't. That was a bit naughty of me to ask, but she was just going downstairs. And I'm I'm in isolation at the moment because I'm going to Scotland tonight uh, oh, wow. to do a, a documentary with, with Alan Cumming. Oh, amazing. Oh, about Scotland, which is, which is very exciting. And we all have to be isolated so that when we meet... We know we're safe for each other, so we can be our our little bubble. Mm-hmm. So I had a PCR test on Sunday, yesterday, yesterday morning, and I haven't seen or touched anyone <laughs> since then. <laughs> and I mustn't, you know. I've got to be completely virgin until I until I meet Alan. But I kept her out of the room because I've got to be properly isolating. You see, and nobody must come near me. Yes. So. Um, I'm afraid she'll have to hurl the cheese sandwich to me. She could post it underneath the door in in all its different elements. She could go one bit of bread, slice of cheese, and then the other bit of bread, and you could build it yourself. Oh, no, it can't be separated, darling. can't be separated. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about cheese sandwiches quickly, then. Is there a particular sort of cheese that you're looking for in a cheese sandwich? Have you asked for a specific sort of cheese? I didn't, because she was in a hurry, and I didn't want to be difficult. But um, in an ideal world... Uh, you cannot have cheese without onion. Oh, yeah. Um, and unfortunately, my onion's downstairs. So, because uh, I'm in my study now, so I, I didn't bring my onion up with me. But um, <laughs> I have to have an onion. And ideally, you would have thin slices of tomato, salt and pepper, mm. brown bread, and an onion. And I bite an onion like an apple. <laughs> do you now? So, yes, I do. I do, quite genuinely. That is the yeah. way to eat an onion. I peel it. I do peel yeah. it. I make peel some it. concessions to, <laughs> to the like world outside. How often have you been eating onions like apples, Miriam? All my life. Mummy and Daddy didn't do it, but um, mm. I did. I just sort of, I thought it was quicker. <laughs> I think that's yeah. the thing. I can't be bothered to slice. Slicing takes time and dexterity neither of which I possess. But what if you're putting onion into a dish that you're then cooking? Would you slice it or chop it then, or would you bite off a chunk and put it into the Oh, pan? no, I mean, if you're, if you're cooking, you, you slice it. You don't bite and then put it into a dish. That would be horrid. But, um, no, I like raw onion, and if I have raw onion, I bite it. Lovely. Um, if I'm cooking with it, then I cook with it. With the cheese sandwich, you're not eating an onion like an apple, eating a block of cheese just, just like as it is. Uh, eating a loaf of bread, yeah, you're not, you're not doing Where that. Were you brought up, <laughs> darling? Well, you're eating an onion like an apple. You're the one eating an onion like an apple here. I'm just asking if maybe you just eat a loaf of bread like an apple, eat a block of cheese like an apple. Not at all. 
Not at all. Cheese sandwich, you know. But wouldn't that I be mean, quicker? It'd be quicker. No, I, I think it would be quite difficult to eat a block of cheese. No, yes. you you slice cheese, yes, um, properly. And I mm. like mature cheddar yes. or yeah. extra mature cheddar. Mm. I'm with yes. you. And I think that is a perfect sandwich. Unfortunately, these supermarkets they usually have a curious kind of bread which is like lint or. Kleenex or something—it's revolting. I like yeah. serious bread. Yes, you know, brown, heavy, good with goodness in it. Yeah, but mm. you don't—it's very hard to get that. But uh, now, before we get too much into bread, I'd like to talk about your book. This much is true. Before we get into your menu, because it's very exciting. Oh yes, I, I didn't—I didn't know you knew about it. Good. Well, yeah, we're very excited about it. Would you like to tell the listeners uh, what to expect from the book? The book is called This Much Is True, and it is. It's all true. It's about my life and my parents and how I became who I am and the people I've slept with and the people I haven't slept with and some of the work I've done and the people who have mattered to me in my life and my love and how the world is according to Miriam. Is it all the people you've slept with? Did I leave out any? Um... I probably did leave out some, it, because I haven't actually slept with that many, actually. Right. Um, I've sucked off a lot. <laughs> and that, I don't know why you're laughing, it was very serious. Um, yes, it's it, it was, that's what Jewish girls do, that's what I have to explain. It's not that, you know, that everybody sucks off, but every Jewish girl does. Right. We didn't, uh, we're, we're unaware you of didn't know that. that. I'm telling you something you know, actually. No, 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 we don't. Like, we, we weren't aware of that that was, that was part of the culture. What's the ratio to, like, people you've sucked off to people you've slept with? You mean in numbers or size? Yeah, numbers. Oh, yeah, numbers. <laughs> um, let's, do numbers let's do numbers first, Miriam, and then we can move on yeah. to size. Well, num- numbers, gosh. Well, I should think about 30 to about... 20 probably something like that i can't oh, wow. i can't really remember everybody i've slept with and that's why i didn't name everybody because i thought if somebody was left out they might be offended yeah. and indeed yeah. if somebody was left in they might be offended <laughs> so <laughs> it was you know i just gave a general a general picture yeah. but i hope we're not going to just keep it below the waist because that's very boring oh don't worry we won't we're going to move it above the waist just just to the stomach we're going to pop just above to the to the stomach and and the well we are going to talk about things going in the mouth but um but very much food food Food. are you ed are you a member of the gamble family the, the the famous procter and gamble family I wish I was a member of the Procter and Gamble family, Miriam. I'm not, unfortunately. Uh, I'm just a member member of a Gamble family, sadly. Okay. Yeah. If I was a member of the Procter and Gamble family, I wouldn't be doing podcasts or stand up comedy. I'd just be rolling around in my money. I should imagine. I hope you would be doing what you're doing because it's much mm. better to branch out, isn't it, and do your own thing. And and James, are oh. you? F- uh, your 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 last name. I'm a genealogist, so I'm fascinated by last names. Oh yeah. Um, is your last name from the north? Do you know if it's? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. It means near a castle. Right. And where are you from, actually? Well, I'm from 
uh, Ketrin in Northamptonshire, um, small market town, but my grandfather's from Newcastle. My ancestors are from the north of England. Jolly good. I like I like northerners. So are genealogists. Before we get into your menu, the painting behind you, is that someone who's related to you? The, the, the man who's sitting in his chair? That's Daddy. I commissioned that from a... A painter called Anne Christie, uh-huh. who's a, a good friend, and I think it's a wonderful painting. Daddy didn't like it. No? He said, um, oh, it makes me look so small. I don't like that. And I said, well, you are small, Daddy. <laughs> and he was, you know, like me. I'm small too. And then the other person behind is Queen Victoria, but you probably knew that. Is that related? Are you related to Queen Victoria down the line? No, I'm not related to Queen Victoria. I admire her. I think she's mm. a very impressive and complicated figure, actually. She was very sexy. She loved sex. She adored her husband. They had nine children and no doubt many, wow. many more copulations. But she just adored him. I didn't know that about Queen Victoria. I didn't I didn't know she loved sex. She did. Read her diaries. They're very revealing and and very charming actually. She she was a nice woman. Are her diaries quite similar to this much is true. And they're not they're not <laughs> quite like my diary. So on this podcast we talk about food Miriam. You've already said that food is a central part of your life. Has that always been the case? Moment for fart. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Done. Um, yeah. Well, food is very important. I think you'll find in most Jewish families, I, I'm from a Jewish background, food is, is what it's, it's more than what it is in most places because J- Jews are scared a lot of the time because people want us dead or they want us out of their country or out of their business, out of their world. So we have fortified ourselves over the years, over the centuries, with wonderful food. And so the food that I do like best is not smart French food or even delicious Italian food, which I love, or even wonderful, sumptuous Indian and Thai food. And I love all those. But if you were to ask me what is my favorite food, it's Eastern European Jewish food, because that's what I was brought up with. And it's delicious. I'm actually salivating thinking about it. (laughs) <laughs> and it's not good for you. It's all very fattening and cholesterol-forming and so on. But it's delicious. Let's start off, as we always do, with still or sparkling water, Miriam. Uh, still water with um, either cucumber in it or slices of lemon. I used to have sparkling, but it made me fart too much. And so in the end, I decided not to. Uh-huh. I mean, did you have some sparkling water this morning? No. <laughs> Because you're our first fart on the podcast. It was. It was only a little one, but it it came on its own, so to speak. (laughs) To be fair, you might not be our first fart on the podcast. You're just the first person to ask for a pause for a fart. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I find I can't fart if I'm talking. I need need a moment. Really? I need to concentrate. I know what you mean. I think I'm exactly the same. I need to focus all of my energy downwards to get rid of what I need to, and then I can start talking again. I'm the same. James? James, are you the same? I think I know. I, I, I can fart and talk at the same time, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes talking to mask the sound of my own fart because I'm full of shame. I, I can definitely talk and fart at the same time. Well, you're a clever lad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you so much. You are a clever lad. That's true. You said cucumber or lemon. Yeah. Never at the same time? No, I don't think you want to mix it. No, no. And are you having a slice of lemon in there or are you having a whole lemon and occasionally picking it out of the glass and eating it like an apple? (laughs) (laughs) I just have a couple of slices and I like to squeeze the slices with a spoon on the bottom so that the flavour percolates to the top of the glass. Lovely. That's great. Well, we can do that with a dream restaurant. We can bring you a, a spoon with your water so you can squeeze the slices at the Thank bottom you. to percolate. No, no problem at all. How would you like the cucumber sliced? Because I like it when there's cucumber in the glass. I like the longer the slice, the better. The more diagonal they go across the cucumber, so you get a real long slice of cucumber and it kind of ribbons, ribbons within the glass. No, no, no I don't like that at all. I just like Why not? two or three slices i don't i can't tell you why i just know that is my preference i like the ribbons of cucumber you can have yeah, them. The long ribbon we can we can <laughs> have different things the world is big enough for both of us james that is true i just get excited when people choose cucumber because you know a lot of people come on this podcast and they are very anti having things in their water they don't want lemon they don't want cucumber they don't want mint or anything like that and i actually quite like cucumber in the water and uh, I go quite quiet when they're slugging it off because I'm I'm scared of getting in a big old argument with them. So I'm quite excited that someone's come on and chose cucumbers. So now I get to talk about my love of the cucumber ribbons, you see. Well, I love cucumber. I think cucumber is an extraordinarily varied and um, clever vegetable because it goes with everything. It goes with cheese, for example. If I couldn't get an onion then I could have slices yes. of cucumber. Cucumber sandwiches with cream cheese, absolutely delicious. Mm. And um, I've become very fond of gazpacho, which is a, a Spanish cold soup, quite highly flavoured. And you can chop cucumber in little pieces and sprinkle it on the top with, again, with, with onion, sliced, and parsley and garlic. Mm. And I really do think that Gazpacho has become almost my favourite soup, except for chicken soup with matzo balls. Do you think anything will ever overtake chicken soup with matzo balls for you as your favourite soup? No, nothing. Poppadoms or bread? Poppadoms or bread, maybe a margalese? Poppadoms or bread? Bread. (laughs) Poppadoms are only for Indian food. You couldn't have poppadoms with Jewish food. It would be the wrong mix. What is the best Jewish bread? Well, for me, I don't like Jewish bread particularly. Most Jewish people love challah, which is the wiggly, curly bits of of, um, very brown at the top and very white inside bread. I, I don't like that. And I don't like particularly rye bread, which is another possibility. I like, as I said, serious bread, which would be um, a heavy sourdough or um, a brown, a, a good brown bread. That's what I like. But I don't think you need it if you have matzo balls, because mm. matzo balls are made with matzo flour, which is potato flour, and uh, they're quite hard, round dumplings. Uh, Mummy used to make them with ground almonds, which was quite oh, nice. gorgeous. My rule is that I never make anything. I get people to make it for me. I'm not a cook. So anything has to be ordered in or or brought in by friends. That's a very good rule. When when did you set yourself that rule, Miriam? I think when I was born, probably. <laughs> I think it was set down 
in the book <laughs> from a very early age. I have never been a cook. I can cook some things, but I won't. I don't like cooking. I like other people to cook for me. Are there any other top Miriam rules that we need to know about, your rules for life that you always stick to? Oh, yes. Um, I mean, generally speaking, tell the truth, never let the sun set on a quarrel, and never be fucked up the bum, because that's something that I have never done. I bet you can't say that. <laughs> now, now when, when you asked us, when you said, I do hope this conversation doesn't just... Isn't all below the waist. <laughs> were you talking to us during that bit or were you talking to yourself? <laughs> because since then, Miriam, you've farted and said, The thing is, boys, that thoughts suddenly occur to me. They just pop yes. into my head. You know that. You're you're stand-up comedian, so you know what that's exactly, like. Yeah. It's the same with me. I, I'm a sit-down comedian, I suppose. I want to be amusing. Uh-huh. But I don't. I haven't made a living uh, as you have doing that. So it just popped into my head, and that's why I said it. Quite right. Always follow those those instincts. I think, Miriam. You've always got to follow those instincts. I will. (laughs) So we come to your dream starter now. Is it the matzo ball soup? No, that's the soup course. Um, Ah. The starter would be chopped liver. Okay. Very quickly, Miriam, we've never had anybody have a soup course on the podcast before. So you're the first. I think uh, you look absolutely shocked by you that. You look appalled. I'm astonished. I know you, you're telling me the truth, but I find it very hard yeah. to credit. I don't know any Jewish person who, who wouldn't immediately want chicken soup with matzo balls. But anyway, the world's big enough for everybody. And Well, you can have a soup course. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. You've got you your can chicken have a soup, soup with matzo balls, and then you want your chopped liver after that as your starter. That's no, fine. I have the chopped liver first, and then I have the soup. Oh. Ah, okay. The chopped liver has yeah. to be not um, over-chopped. It's got to be a bit rough. I like a bit of rough with my liver. My mother used to do it brilliantly. And it, it is just a, a magic thing. It's, it's not good for you, but I just mm. love it. What type of liver is it? I don't think I've ever had chopped liver. Chicken liver, chicken liver. And it and it's mm. gently fried with, you know, with olive oil or schmaltz. Schmaltz is the fat that comes from a chicken. Oh. And um, salt and pepper. I mean, I, I don't know how to do it. I've never done it. I just eat it. I don't make it. Yeah, that'd be breaking your rules. Do you spread that on something? Do you dip something into it? How, how, would, how would you eat the chopped liver? Well, usually you have sort of like cream crackers or, you know, sort of water biscuits or something like that. Mm. I like that very crisp thing that you get from Ikea. You know, when you've been for a shop in Ikea Mm -hmm. and then you Mm -hmm. go to the restaurant and they have very good Swedish meatballs there. And they also have a big round crisp bread in in paper, wrapped in paper. I, I don't know what it's called, but it's absolutely delicious. It's like a very craggy rivita. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I tend if I go to IKEA, I'll always buy one of those on the way out from the from the little shop. I'll get those and some frozen meatballs. I think that's really the only reason to go to IKEA now because it, it's just so exhausting. I used to love going there, but they've made it too difficult because you have to go in a certain way round the shop mm-hmm. and so i really just go for the crisp bread so is your dream starter here is it do you want the chicken livers with the craggy rivita from ikea thank you that would be great perfect excuse me a second i, I just, 
I'm just going to go and come back. Apologies. Okay. Okay. We'll wait. We'll wait for James to get. See, this is why. If James needs to fart, he has to go out of the room. How sweet <laughs> that he has to go away. I think that's terribly sweet. Is that you, Emily? Um, Hi, darling. Just throw me the sandwich. Just throw it to me. Because I I can't let you. No, I know. Can you can you throw it onto my desk? It's all right. Very good. That's it. Oh, fuck. It's all right. Wait a minute. I'm just going to get my sandwich. The sandwich has gone on the floor. It, 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 you hit the desk, right? It just... No, it was, it was cheese and onion. I think that's the word. Oh, cheese and onion. How could it be more perfect? Oh, brilliant. How did you out. know? That's... Thank you, darling. I'll pay you after. James, big, big update since you've been away. Emily's arrived back with the sandwich, uh, and it's cheese and onion. Oh wow! This is a this is great for you, right? You must be delighted. You don't mind if I have a nibble? No, tuck you go in. for it. You tuck in, Miriam. Tuck in. Mm. There it is. Um, yeah, good. Mm. Marked out of ten for it. Oh, nine. A nine out of ten. What would it have to be to be a ten out of ten for you, Miriam? Extra onion. An onion on the side to bite like an apple. Would you say you would prefer an onion and cheese sandwich than a cheese and onion sandwich? I don't know how to answer that. Interesting <laughs> question. You, you, you look very... Like you yeah, take it seriously. Really and that, it. I appreciate that. No, I still think that onion has to be the accompaniment. Yeah. But thanks for asking, because it really made me think. It did. I was glad about that. <laughs> very glad. I tell you, you are really enjoying that sandwich. Yeah, it's it's inspiring, to be honest. Yes. It looks really, it looks really tasty. It is tasty. Now, Miriam, if you don't mind me asking about this chopped liver... Are you having it cooked by anyone in particular, or is there a restaurant that does chop liver that you would you would go and get it from? I think there's a restaurant in St John's Wood called Panzas, and I think that's where I've had it, and it was good. Great. So we're going to Panzas for the chop liver, yeah. IKEA for the craggy rivita, and then you're having them both together. Yeah. Dream stuff. Sounds fantastic. Yeah. And then it's the soup course, which is the mozza ball chicken soup. I'm sure. I've had like chicken soup with mozza balls before, and if I'm right in remembering, the soup is—it's almost like a consomme, isn't it? It's really—it's like quite clear soup. Well, some people do it like that. I don't like it like that. Okay. I like it with carrots, celery, onion, and a lot of that. And then the mozza balls. So you don't want the the consomme there. You want you want as much stuff in there. You you like a lot of consomme is hardly worth the effort. Yeah, it's with salty water, I suppose. It's got to be proper proper chicken soup and big bits of chicken. Like, is it chicken breast or is it like dark meat? Well, I don't I don't need big bits of chicken, but I tell you what, I like the neck. Really, uh-huh. the neck is great. Daddy liked the feet. I never liked the right. feet so much. Did Daddy like the feet because he could put them on the bottom of his own feet and make himself a bit taller? I don't think that was the reason. No? Okay. Another bit I like is I like the heart and I like what we call the pupach. The pupach is the bit that carries the food in it, I think. It's it's a food bag. You have to take out the the rubbish when you clean the chicken. Yeah. And you're left with the pupach. So the pupach is what, like a stomach? Yeah. Uh, and it's got the chicken's dinner in it. But it's absolutely delicious. I don't know why, but it's absolutely delicious. We never had anyone come on the podcast and say they've no. had the pupuk before. So basically, if you wanted to buy some chicken, you could just go and wait outside the back of the butchers and wait for the stuff they were throwing out, right? They probably do throw it out, but not the kosher ones. The kosher butcher wouldn't. 
the neck, the puppet. And the, and the heart. The and heart. the heart. These are things that we, we often have um, on each episode of this podcast, Miriam, we have a secret ingredient, which is like something that either we don't like or the listeners don't like, and that if the guest says it, they get kicked out of the dream restaurant. And um, I would say all the things you've just mentioned there, in other episodes, <laughs> they've been secret ingredients that would get you kicked out. They are they are a uh, acquired taste, I think, safe to say. I promise you, if you had a pupuch yeah. in a bowl of soup, you would love it, and especially the neck. Yes. Because the neck has got lots of little bits of flesh in it mm-hmm. that have to be teased out by the tongue. Right, and it's delicious. I'll be. I think. I think what's putting me off the pupuk is is the the name pupuk. Maybe just because you know it sounds like pooper, right? Yeah. Oh, I never thought of that. That might. I guess that might be the crossover of the the derivation of the words. Maybe it's. It, I don't know. It's a Yiddish word. It mm. means the very center. Okay. Uh-huh. Sometimes mummy would say to me, "I feel it in my pupuk." Right. So I'd say, "I feel it right inside me." Yes. Well, we're trying to be very well behaved now. By response to that, you, pull yourselves you, together, boys. You know fully well what you've done there by saying I feel it in my puppa, and you sat down and you ate the other half of your cheese sandwich, and you looked at us like, "Go on, do yeah. something with that." Then go on, have fun and, with that. I feel it right you, in my puppa. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good or a digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you're up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mum's frame with new photos so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that <gasps> my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but yes. my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. 
Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. The main course, Miriam, unless there's another course we don't know about after the soup course. No, I'm very unsure about this, actually. Mm. I love fried place. Mm. That's what mummy always used to do, and she was really splendid at it. Fried place with olive oil and then mozza meal, Mm -hmm. which makes for a very fine batter. Yeah, I think that's what I'd like. I was going to say roast chicken, Uh but these days... Chicken doesn't taste the way it used. It just doesn't. Ah, well, you, I mean, go. Let, let, let's hear why. I mean, you've already got quite a lot of chicken on the menu. You've had it, you know, in the soup, the livers. You've had all the bits of the chicken apart from the bits that are tradition, like the the breast or leg or thigh or anything. You you could you could get your entire meal out of one chicken at this point. I am passionately against battery hens. Yeah, I, I just think it's a very cruel way. Mm-hmm. Of rearing a, a bird, and yeah. um, so I've I've sort of stopped eating chicken. So I like fish. I like fried fish. There's a shop in in Mitcham, a fish and chip shop called Mitcham Place, spelt P L A I C E, like like the fish, and they they just do fantastic fried fish. Mm. I love it. So I would go there. Is place. A di- different flavour to other fish because I think I've had maybe had place a couple of times in my life. It's a very big flat one, right? Yeah. Yeah. What is it about place that you love that that makes it better than all the other fish? Well, I think it's the taste. I like the taste. I like the texture. It's it tastes very fresh and clean, and I like it filleted when it's fried. And you would like it from Mitcham Place, not the one that your mother used to make. Well, Mummy's dead, so she can't do it. Well, I mean. As a genie, I can get you food from wherever, whatever time in your life, so I can go... Oh, well, then I obviously want mummies. Okay, I absolutely do that for you, for your dream meal. And then I'd like roast potatoes. Yes. Um, frozen peas, small ones. Small frozen peas. Braised celery and braised carrots. Now, I think you're our first guest who has specified having something braised. Yes. Or maybe I'm wrong. No, I think you're correct, James. I think certainly within the realms of celery. We've never had braised celery as a, as yeah. a side dish before. Oh, it's wonderful. I don't I know. Like I don't think I know what braising is. Well, I think it means frying in the oven. I mean, it's you put it in a in a Pyrex dish with a bit of olive oil. Mm, you don't. Someone else does. Someone else does. Somebody else does. Yeah. And then you cook it, and it's absolutely delicious. I like celery. I used to hate it. I love it. I think celery gets a bad reputation. Is that fair to say, Miriam? No, I don't think it gets a bad reputation. I think it's, it, it, it is universally admired, I would say. Really? Mm. We get a lot of people hating on celery on this podcast. A lot of listeners really hate celery. Well, what um, sort of people do you have, darling? Because, <laughs> I mean, any, everybody I know loves celery. There's a, 
My favorite restaurant in London is called uh, Brasserie Zedel. Yeah. And it's yeah. opposite the um, the Piccadilly Theatre in Sherwood Street. Yes. And it used to be the ballroom of yeah. a hotel that used to be there. Uh, it's just excellent. And they do a celery remoulade, which is absolutely gorgeous. And I don't know how they do it, but it's delicious. They do carotte frappe. Or rapé, perhaps. Yeah, rapé. And celery remoulade, because they're French. And it's just wonderful. But anyway, I like it braised with, with place. And um, that would be enough for my main course. So is that including your side dishes? They are my side dishes. Carrots, yeah. peas and celery. Carrots, peas and celery. And potatoes. Really happy to hear Brasserie Zadel get a shout-out, actually, because we've been doing this podcast for a long time. It hasn't received a shout-out before, I don't think. And it is one of those places where I really love just being in there because the because it used to be a ballroom. It just looks amazing. Wherever you're sitting in the room. It's fabulous. The service is very, very good. It's a gorgeous ambiance. Mm-hmm. And they give a 10% discount for equity members. Oh, so here we are. Now, now, now we get to the reason. It took a while there, Miriam. That's not the reason. Out... <laughs> That's not the reason. I wouldn't go if I didn't think it was lovely. Yeah. Yes. I've done a gig in there before in the, one of their rooms. They've got... Uh... Yes, the Crazy Cock. That's it. That's crazy the Cocks. It. Yes, they do a, a very good cabaret in the evenings there. It's nice. Have you been to the Crazy Cock? Yes. Yes, oh, many times. Who's the best act you've seen there? Well, my cousin Annabelle. She was the best. Annabelle Leventon. She was wonderful. Oh, well, yeah. We haven't had... Um, then after that, there's got to be a green salad. Oh, there's a salad course. Why does there have to be a green salad? Well, you've got to have salad. Mm. Yes. I mean, you just have to. What's in the salad? Yeah, what's in the salad? And also, when you say you've got to have salad, Miriam, is that uh, is that as a palate thing, or is it? are you feeling like you need to eat something green to make yourself feel like you're being healthy? I think it's both. I think it, yeah. it is good for you, but it's also gorgeous. I love lettuce. I like What I like is a mixture of uh, romaine and endive, you know, white endive. I love that. And a bit of rocket. Why not? Mm, why, why not? not? Chuck that in. Delicious. Pepper it up with a rocket. Delicious. You got stuff. a dressing? You got a dressing involved? Uh, yes, I like um, a French dressing on the side, olive oil, uh, cider vinegar, bit of mustard, bit of salt and pepper, and lots of garlic. Mm. That's something I do make myself. Oh wow! So, you make the, so that so so exception to the rule, the green salad. Exception to the rule. So is there exceptions to the other rules in your life? No, but I'll make them if necessary. Yes. I think you have to be ready to ready to adapt. Yeah, I mean, obviously. <laughs> do you? Yes, James. Well, look, the situation I'm in right now is that I don't want to be rude. I don't want to upset anyone or anything like that. But I also don't want to leave this podcast having not asked Miriam Margulies who's the one person she'd let fuck her up the bum. <laughs> there isn't a, a man alive or a woman alive that mm. I would allow to enter my anus. So there's no, no, none of those are a green salad. There's no green salad people out there who are the one exception to your rule. It doesn't come into it, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a palate cleanser, is it? Um, the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Quite the opposite. 
Can we ask what your dream drink would be? I don't drink. Maybe a soft drink? Well, definitely not elderflower. As soon as people say the word elderflower, I go, I can't stand that. Why why do you hate it? Because it just tastes so god-awful. Some people love elderflower, though. I know. It's a big hit. But some people vote Tory. What can you do? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think people assume you would like elderflower? I think they do. I think that, that there is that uh, a kind of <laughs> watery flavour about me that they maybe <laughs> think so. I tell you one drink I do like, and that is a Bloody Mary without the vodka. Virgin Mary. A virgin, that's it. A Lovely. virgin Mary, no ice, mm-hmm. plenty of Worcester, yeah. slice of lemon, bit of celery sticking out. Mm-hmm. Oh, gorgeous it's but it's essentially a glass of gazpacho isn't it really yes there are similarities celery's making another appearance i I would love one of those i drank a lot of bloody mary's on my last tour because we had it as a little rule that if it was on the menu we'd order it but uh that virgin mary sounds delicious right now i i I think that's a very good choice more people should have it i mean it really astonishes me sometimes i go to a a pub or somewhere and they don't have tomato juice Mm. And you think, where have these people been? <laughs> it's, it's just boggling to me. We move on to your dessert. And then for my, for my sweet. You're very excited to reveal your pudding, which yeah. is good news for James. He loves pudding, so he can tell that you're a pudding fan. I love them, and I love that also... Sometimes we go to the dessert course and I'm worried they're going to choose cheese and biscuits and it makes me so angry. But the fact that you're referring to it as your sweet lets me know I'm in good hands. No, the cheese and biscuits comes after the sweet. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah, of course, there's another agreed. extra course, of course. Agreed. Oh, I'm sorry about that. There's an alarm gone off. That's okay. I wonder where it is. We could crack the case with you. We could turn this into a detective podcast yeah. and follow you to find where the alarm, what's happened with the alarm. Oh, I'm not, I'm not bothered. I think people would like that. Have you considered doing that? If you did a podcast, Miriam, which was you cracking a different case every week and you being a detective, yeah. I think people would listen to that in droves. <laughs> I did a podcast. I've done a podcast. It was called Growing Old Disgracefully. Yes. And it was about six different people who are well up there in age, who are doing extraordinary things. It was very interesting. I enjoyed it. Anyway, back to pudding. Um, I live in South London. I live in Clapham. And there is an ice cream parlour on Clapham Common called Narduli. Uh Narduli. And they make the best ice cream I've ever tasted. And I like the coffee ice cream and the chocolate ice cream. They make a whole plethora of different flavours. But those yeah. are my favourite. So I would like a mixture of coffee and chocolate ice cream from mm. Narduli. And how would you like that in the tub, Miriam, or do you want that in a cone? Well, I like it in a pantechnican, ideally, but... Um, oh, a oh, what? A lorry, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. Look, this is the dream restaurant, Miriam. If you want us to load up a lorry and sort of reverse it back into the restaurant, you're very welcome. They do very large cartons, really large, about that big. Mm-hmm. And they're fabulous. That's what I like. And I don't like anything with it. I don't want any juice or anything that you pour over it. I just like it as it is. Juice? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen people pour juice over their ice cream. 
Well, sometimes they have chocolate sauce and things like right. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I know what you mean. But, Wake up, yeah, James. I... Um... <laughs> Well, I don't know. <laughs> the, 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 Wake the up, juice. mate. Paul, <laughs> yeah. he said juice. Yeah, Paul, but I, knew what, I knew what Miriam meant. She meant chocolate yes, syrup. I meant, I meant, I should have said sauce. I should have. Ed would have asked that question if I hadn't asked it. He, he can pretend no, now. I knew, like he I knew, knew you what meant you meant. Sauce, Miriam. But Ed would have said, well, what do you mean by juice on the ice cream? I saw James, your face. wake up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about waking up, you've chosen coffee ice cream. Now, again... This is something that uh, a lot. I, I really apologise on behalf of our listeners, actually, Miriam, because I think they're going to annoy you again now. But they would they would say thumbs down to coffee ice cream. They wouldn't like the coffee ice cream. A lot of people avoid coffee ice cream. It's not necessarily the most popular of flavours. Um, why why do you love it so much? Why, why do you love coffee ice cream? Because it's so delicious. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I don't know who your customers are, darling, but I mean, if they don't <laughs> like coffee ice cream. They're just yeah. silly. It's just silly yeah. not to like it. It's absolutely Moorish and delicious, especially from Narduli on the pavement, Clapham Common. Which I'm definitely going to go there now. Ice cream is my favourite food. I get to go over there, go to the pavement. You'll love it, I promise you. And you tell them I sent you. I will. And um, there's a very good Thai restaurant. I love Thai food. There's a yes. very good Thai restaurant called Cher, Cher Thai, C-H-E-R, 22 North Street, Clapham. Just yeah. a small place, husband and wife. Oh, the food's delicious. Delicious. Surely you've come across people in your life who don't like the coffee ice cream. Have you, have you never had anyone say to you, oh, I hate coffee ice cream. Miriam, what the hell? People say that stuff. I, I no, Not me. They say it until I give it to them. Ah. Uh. So are you saying this coffee ice cream from this place, Naduli, this can turn even the most ardent hater of coffee ice cream? I am saying exactly that. That's a challenge, James. James, do you like coffee ice cream? Uh, I'm on the fence about it. I, 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 it's not my go-to. But then every every now and again when I do have it, it is a nice little – it's a nice change and a nice a nice different thing to have. So, like, I don't have it very often. But every now and again, when I'm in the mood for it, it's quite fun. And with chocolate, I agree. It's like that's that's the combo that I'd go for as well. Uh, maybe I'd, if they had a dark chocolate ice cream on the menu, I'd want the dark chocolate ice cream with the coffee one. It is. That is what it is. It is dark Great. chocolate, and it is Great. absolutely wonderful. God, I want it now. I've only got vanilla in my fridge because I finished all the others. Sounds like uh, if you're going to send someone uh, a certain somebody, a certain lodger. No, not now. Not now. Emily, I'll have to come and throw throw you a tub of ice cream and it'll bounce <laughs> off the desk and land on the floor again. I can't do, I can't do that. I can't do that. Oh, did it bounce off the desk and land on the floor, the cheese sandwich, and I missed yeah, it? Yeah, you were in the toilet, James, and oh, unfortunately. No, you were away yeah. farting, James. Yes. I was farting. I told, I told Miriam you had to go to the other room to do a fart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just farted my brains out and then came back in here. And I'd miss the sandwich bouncing off the desk and landed on the floor. Miriam, these big tubs, how quickly would you say you're getting through a big tub of ice cream? Well, I don't I don't eat them on my own. I always have them if, if I've got chums coming over. So yeah. I would say I go through, uh, you know, one a week probably. Now, before I read you your menu back, which is how the uh, podcast always ends... I love the use of the word chums just just then. Um, it's good to hear it. I would love to know who your top three chums are. Well, my top three chums are probably Carol McCready, 
um, Liz Hodgkin and um, Annabelle Leventon, all girls. Annabelle Levinson, who you saw do the performance. Yeah, yes. the, yeah. The she's car. a very special chum. Yeah. Uh, James has gone to fart again, I think. I don't know what's happened here. It's getting the, oh, the, here. my phone. Oh. Because that's got the menu on it. Ah, right. Okay. But it was over the other side of the room, so I had to get it. I didn't fart did, again. Did you have a little fart as well? No. Be honest. Be honest. Yeah, I did, actually. I, <laughs> I shit myself. <laughs> yes. Miriam, I'm going to read you your menu back, see how you feel about it. Water, you would like still water with cucumber or lemon in it. Pop-ums or bread, you want serious bread. You're very clear, serious bread, either a heavy sourdough or a brown bread. Your starter, you would like chopped liver from panzers with Ikea round crispy bread. Soup, chicken soup with matzo balls. You didn't put in carrot, celery and onion into the soup as well. Uh, carrot, celery and onion in that soup. And the, the chicken soup has chicken neck, it has the heart and it has, remind me again? The pupuk. The pupuk. Uh, the main course, mummy's fried place with olive oil and matzo meal. Side dish, roast potatoes, small frozen peas, braised celery and braised carrots. Then the salad course, green salad with romaine lettuce, endives, endives, never been sure, and rocket with a French dressing on the side, made by your own fair hand, exception to the rule. Drink, a Virgin Mary, no ice, plenty of Worcester sauce, slice of lemon and celery. And the dessert with like the coffee and chocolate ice cream from Nadu Lee in Clapham on the pavement. Fantastic. How does that sound? That sounds pretty delicious. It's wonderful. It's it's what I would dream of. Perfect for the dream restaurant. Miriam Margulies, thank you so much for coming to the dream restaurant and coming on the Off Menu podcast. It's been such a pleasure to have you. I have enjoyed talking to you boys. Thank you for having me. It's been an honour, Miriam. Thank you. Well, there we are. What a menu, James, and what a mm. chat. I loved it. Yeah. I, I I loved, I mean, you know, so many unexpected choices on the menu, unexpected courses. So many unexpected things in general, I'd say. Unexpected things getting said to us that we weren't expected to hear from Miriam Margulies. Yes. Uh, courses that we weren't aware of, a soup course, a salad course. You know, uh, things that I think have been secret ingredients in the past, but all in one menu. I don't think any menu has ever contained so many Potential like, secret ingredients. Yeah. yeah. Bit annoyed that we never actually got to the cheese. She said she would have the cheese after dessert and then True. it never happened. True. We've got to sad. assume it did happen, though. But I'd love to try some chopped liver. That's on my list of things to try. Right. You would like to try that? Yes. Not me? No. Not me. <laughs> I'm going to try the coffee ice cream, though, from, yeah. that, from that specific place. I'm going to go there and I'm going to do Miriam's order. Yes. Okay. That's a good plan. What, the big tub of chocolate and coffee? Yeah, just one tub of each. They yeah. want to sit and clap them yeah. common yeah. and eat them both. Yeah. Are you going to invite any chums over? I might invite my top three chums. Yeah, why not? Yes. You, Benito and Bleasdale. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. You better not say that. Bleasdale will be over in a shot. Yeah. Well, that would be a fun little crew. Yeah. You, me, Benito and Bleasdale and the guy who does the no-context Twitter account. Yeah. Hanging out together at the park. Sounds good. Right, uh, I'll plug my tour quickly. I keep forgetting to do it in the intro, which would mm-hmm. be helpful, wouldn't it? Uh, my tour's called Electric. Uh, it starts in February 2022, starts in Leicester, finishes in Oxford, and there's about 50 or so dates in between. Come and see me, edgamble.co.uk, for tickets. It's going to be electric! Oh, also you can get Miriam's book, This Much Is True. Yes, that comes out tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the day of release. September 16th, Miriam's memoir. 
this much is true. Go get it. I think she's she's teed it up perfectly in this interview. I think you'll all be rushing to the shelves to get it. And she didn't say a stick of rock, even no. though she said loads of other things that were secret ingredients in the yes. past. She didn't say a stick of rock. Also, shout out to whatever the rock shop was in the Lake District when we went there for a holiday once when I was a kid. Because that rock shop, I couldn't stop thinking about it as a kid. Kept on asking if we could go back. Probably meant that I just would never get to go back again because my parents didn't like it if I asked repeatedly to do something. But, I don't think it counts as a shout out if you don't remember the name of it. Shout out to it. If people can help me, I think maybe it was in Kendall. I sure. think asking for a rock shop in the Lake District. Yes. I bet there's a few. And if Miriam had chose that stick, just to give rock from the Kendall rock shop, we wouldn't have kicked her out the Dream Restaurant because it wasn't Seaside Rock. Ah, good point. Should well we find done. a loophole? Always like to find the loopholes when we don't need them. And also, we got to say a big thank you to the people at Uni, James. Uni Pizza yes. Ovens, who sent us a pizza oven each. We cannot say thank you enough. It's so generous, you know, during these uh, during these times to be able to go out into, go outside, cook ourselves a pizza. Are you mm. kidding me? I've, I mean, I feel spoiled. And you know what? That's because I am. Yes, me too. Uh, I can't wait to use it. I'm using. I'm going wood fired. Although the one they've sent me can also be. Uh, you can use gas on it. But I'm a wood fired boy at heart. Crank wow, that wow. bad boy up to super hot temperatures. Yeah. Make the dough. Get it going. Cooks in mm. like a minute. I can't wait, James. Now I don't know as much about making pizza as Ed does. So, but rest assured, I'm going to set it up. I'm going to get it hot. I'm just going to see what I can burn inside of it. Just chuck stuff in there. Yeah, good. That's that's the way to cook. Also, massive thank you to the guys at Hawksmoor, James, who made oh. frequent appearances on my menu yep. on episode 100. And to say thank you, they sent us over a box of delights. Now, you know, I've heard you talk about Hawksmoor a lot. I've never mm-hmm. been myself. You, they're on your dream menu. Yes. They were very kind to send me this uh, cook-at-home kit. And I texted you probably after every single chew that I had of it because <laughs> it was so delicious. Um, I re- The pork ribs. I sat here and just watched TV on this in this very seat eating pork ribs and I was ecstatic and I've got still got the big old steak that they sent us to, to go. I'm really excited. For, I made the steak day. yesterday on the barbecue and it was a porterhouse. So it was big yeah. T-bone steak. It had like, it's got fillet on one side, sirloin on the other. Yeah. I've, I, I'm going to go back to Hawksmoor soon because they're very good at cooking it. I think it ca- came out pretty well, but the fillet got a bit annihilated and I put a picture of it up on uh, on Instagram. I got a lot of messages saying I should invite Greg Davis over. Um, oh, man. The that sirloin was look- beautiful, but the, the fillet in the middle was like a perfect sort of medium yeah. rare, I'd say, maybe knocking onto medium, but then the, the outside, because I did it super hot right. in the barbecue, it's diff- more difficult to control, but it was absolutely delicious. The chips that you do in the oven are just yeah. so good. Yeah, very nice. So I good. Really, I really loved the chips. And I loved I loved the red cabbage coleslaw, yeah. like the pickled red cabbage, which has fennel in it. Oh, And I, I normally don't like fennel. Oh, well, that but I guess more if, you, if you're listening. That's the best compliment you could ever receive. Yeah. Uh, I li- I liked it. So Dynamo was right. Call me Fennel. James, thank you very much. Uh, what Are another, you welcome? A- another fun episode of Off Menu. And there'll be another one next week, I should imagine. There'll be another one next week. Listen, we're going to keep cranking them out. Benito, Gamble, Acaster, Bleasdale and No Context Boy. 
Hello, it's Harry Hill here, and I'm recording this trailer for my new podcast, Harry Hill's Noise. Basically, it's a half hour of ambient sound, and then at some point during the podcast, I make a noise. Now, when you're listening to it, you'll forget that I'm about to make a noise, and you'll get lulled into it, and then I'll make the noise, and it'll be really funny. I mean, it doesn't sound like a regular podcast, does it? But um, believe me, you're going to really love it. So why don't you subscribe uh, now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. It's called Harry Hill's Noise and it's coming soon. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and he just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.